Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. It's Greg O'Keefe and I'm with Gav Buckland and Tony Scott. Uh, Wednesday afternoon and clearly the big talking point for Everton fans so far this week is Romelu Lukaku and the latest twists and turns in his contract. Uh, yesterday it emerged that um, reports said Romelu Lukaku does not want to sign. Um, there had already been indications that all was not well following on from an interview at Goodison Park on Saturday when a French TV journalist, Claude Chaber, uh, there to film for Canal Plus, spoke to Rom in the in the, the um, players' uh, tunnel and asked him, was, was signing on his mind? He said no, with a big smile on his face. He said, were you thinking of signing? He said no. And there was a third no, and I can't remember what the question was. But either way, pretty definitive hat-trick of no's from the striker in terms of his intentions. People obviously were confused and confounded a little bit by that and wondered whether he was playing a game with the media, why he was saying no and smiling, and just what was going on. And I can understand that confusion because it was, it was odd. Um, however, I think it is indicative generally of, of his mindset. I don't know why he was smiling. Maybe he felt awkward. I don't know. But either way, it seems that he does not want to sign the contract. Everton last night were trying to position themselves to say that they haven't given up they've still got hope that he will sign and that they will still keep those terms on the table and then Fahad Mashiri speaking via Jim White as, as usual on Sky Sports saying that it's not an issue and that he was confident and he remains an Everton player well that is true I suppose in the sense that he certainly is an Everton player and he's two years contracted but I'm afraid it is an issue Tony Scott and it's an issue that's just not going to go away is it? What's your it, take? It's My take on on the situation is that I can't blame Ron for not wanting to sign a contract. I, I just don't blame him at all. He's been here four years, and in that time, as I'm, he's very, very ambitious, like all footballers should be. Not all of them are. I think quite a number of them are just happy plodding on throughout the mid tables. But I think Ron's extremely ambitious. He's a young centre forward, highly thought of, and he wants to play in the big leagues. He wants to become the best player in the world. And by doing that, he wants to play in the big competitions. He's at a club now where, when he signed four years ago, well, he signed three years ago, he was on loan, wasn't he? He's no closer to playing in them big competitions than what he was. Well, yeah, it's arguable, isn't it? He's not. He's not. Yeah, he isn't, literally speaking, but then a lot of people believe, and I think you do too, that Everton yeah. next season might yeah, go but, on yeah. and challenge for the top but four. He's maybe. Been, yeah, but he's been here three to stroke four years, and in that time, we're still no closer yeah. to that top yeah. four. Now, if, he's, if someone says to him, will you give us another year? Will you give us another year? He's had four of them. I think the damage was done in the Roberto Martinez two years has just sucked the life out of him. I think if Ronald Koeman was a, came in a year earlier, he may have seen Everton maybe get to that top four a lot closer. 
But and now you're gonna there's another possibility. It doesn't look like we're gonna get top four this season. So he's gonna have to wait another season. And then that season after he's gonna be playing top four. In possibility of playing the top four. So I can see where he's coming from. He's young, he's ambitious, he wants to play in the big competitions. He's bagging fifteen to twenty goals a season for a team that aren't in Europe. He's had it, it speaks volumes for me. I can see where he's coming from, but I think the shoot, the ball's in Everton's court in here. Where, where did he go in the summer? Because it's a bit of a conundrum with him. Do they sell him? Or do they say, do you know what? Keeping you for two and a half years or whatever's left on his contract. Two years. Two years left. So I think it'll come to a decision where they sell him in the summer. Sad, but it's honest, it's true, and it's modern day football. Get used to it. Gav? It's always been football like that. I mean, you know, as I said before, there's been many players, some good or some great who wanted to leave halfway through their contract. Um, um, lest we forget and so I don't think it's necessarily a modern football phenomenon but I think Tony's right in that he's been you know to get Lukaku you know for all his foibles and weaknesses is, is you know is a top striker to have four years of his career and yeah. Goodison is, is you know reflects well on heaven at the end mm. of the day doesn't it and that we're still able to attract him um, I think I think the frustration to me and I think probably the frustration for many supporters perhaps is I think if Picking up on Tony's point, if if Ron was just turned around in January, February, say during that yeah. transfer window, <clears> I'd, I'd you know I want to leave in the summer for the reasons you're mm. saying about. So fair enough. I think the frustration has come from the fact that there's been a bit of carrot and stick, hasn't it? About you know the the, the now infamous no point, no 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 one yeah, percent of the contract yeah. that's not signed, which which came out I think in in February, didn't it? Uh, and and that has that has, that has built up people's hopes that Ron will stay or at least give Everton a financial advantage should he be so more case than what they've got at the moment uh, and the fact that that doesn't appear to be happening now is I think that's sort of added to the frustration I think that to me is the biggest frustration can I, I can, I can, fully, sorry, I can yeah. fully understand where you're coming from the frustrating bit is actually there did appear to be an agreement between both parties but if he's asked the question though Gav what he, he should be he was it for being so honest then, shouldn't he, when we don't normally see that in football? He's asked the question, are you going to sign? He said no. Okay. Now, because he easily said, oh, yeah, we're close, we're getting closer and getting closer, he said, well... Yeah, no, uh, absolutely, but I think it's it's that gap, isn't it, between what what what's happened or, or whether it was true. In February, we had the contract that was 99.999% yeah. certain of being signed uh, uh, to one where the person who, who subjected that contract four weeks later or three weeks later is saying no I'm not interested in the contract I don't want to sign it mm. well, what, what, what's happened in the interim or what, or what was said in February was it true and, and, and it's just totally frustrating for me and it's a, <coughs> where I think it is wrong uh, and I don't want to sort of start talking big business I can never understand in football where you have like two parties drawn up a contract to, you know, mm. contractual agreement say Rom's on 250,000 a week under new contracts What's that over four years? That's probably what 30 million a year. Plus add ons, you're talking maybe mm. 40 million quid. If that was business, you know, you wouldn't go there. We expect people to talk about it and say what they're going to do. That was business, it'd be all commercial and confidence stuff that you wouldn't want it, wouldn't want any, yeah, wouldn't want any outside. That's why the agents reasons. come out with it because they well, in football, supporters, whatever, expect people to start talking about where they're up to and things yeah, like yeah. this. Well, people are not obliged, and when they start. The muddies are watered then, aren't they? It's when yeah. people start talking about it. And I think I would rather people just 
didn't mention it at all. I just tell us at the end, like mm. you're doing big business, and that's a frustrating thing for me. It's the February statement, and that maybe is a frustrating thing with Everton fans that actually, what's happened in the interim? Well, whether he says it in February, March. May, August, does it really matter when his mind set up and he wants to go I think I'm not talking about the, 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 the statements which have said that. Well, that's his agent, it's not him. It's not him. No, well, 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 his agent yeah. represents him, yet by all accounts, yeah. and he can say whatever he likes. But we're looking from the player here and from the player's perspective. This is what we're talking about. And he hasn't said a word. He not once said he was going to stay at Everton Football Club. I think it's very clear that Mino Raiola was trying to use. The the ninety nine point nine percent done to put pressure on Everton to concede to a clause in the contract yeah. an exit clause that is understood to have been around seventy million. Now I think they probably would have said that that would have been a clause that would have allowed Lukaku a decent chance of leaving in the summer and would have secured Everton a decent fee. What I and obviously Everton thought was it was undervalued. You could argue all day about what he's worth in relative terms, but when you've got players like Paul Pogba transferring for £89 million, my opinion mm. is Lukaku should start the bidding at £90 million. Mm. He's a goal scorer. They don't grow on trees. He's young. He's only going to get better. Now, Everton, rightly so, have said that 0.111, sorry, no, 0.0001% yeah. is a bit disingenuous from Raiola because it was actually a much bigger thing yeah. it was whether or not Everett would concede to that lower price and as it's gone days have gone on and on and on I think we said in this podcast there had to be something fundamentally un- dis- unagreed otherwise it would have got done Everton have just ended up saying we're not agreeing to it and so Raiola's kind of a, you know gone on well I didn't anticipate this and Lukaku as Tony said hasn't spoken at all until Saturday and then subsequently and wants to go anyway so he's clearly so said Everton be, sorry, sorry he's clearly said I want to go in the summer anyway and he would only have signed given that clause because that would have given him a better chance of leaving don't get me wrong Everton might have somehow finished in the top four and then signed Rooney Messi and Cavani on the first day of the summer window and he might have gone I'll change my mind but chances are he's always wanted to go in the summer and, and the receive wisdom sorry Tony yeah. I've got to say the sea wisdom is uh, was there some sort of conversation with him and Cumin last year where he said I'll give it another year yeah he promised so, them a year yeah, yeah. So, he's had so, that year like yeah. Tony said yeah. he's given them another year and and probably, probably said, he, do you know what he's probably said that the same thing to Martinez on his last year it wouldn't surprise me at all but don't Everton deserve to be applauded for making that stance towards a player absolutely because it's very rare in football where if you've got a player I don't want to sound as if he's bigger than the club but we are, in my opinion, we are lucky to have a player who's scoring 15 to 20 goals a season compared to where Everton are in the league. So I think it's, Everton should be applauded for making a stance against a player who can play for any team in the country at the moment and make a stance that we're not going to sell you for the price that you're willing to not buy yeah, for. Yeah, I agree. A contract that's in your favour just yeah. to keep you this way, what you're saying. I think you're right. OK, so we spoke about the two sides of this and we spoke about Rom and his agents and their options and things. OK. What options are there, Greg? I know you did a piece this morning about this. What are options are there for Everton at this, well, this stage, yeah, I think? I mean, that's the interesting thing. That's, that's the interesting thing, and is it because I don't think it's news that, that Lukaku's ambitious and that he wants to play in the Champions yeah. League. He's never hidden that. So yeah. Everton fans really shouldn't be surprised. I don't think most are. But what's interesting is, as you say, what can Everton do about it? 
Well, I think that they've actually, if you get aside the fact that there's a smack, an air of inevitability that they're going to lose the best player, and it always hurts, but it is the way of the world unless you're a Champions mm-hmm. League club. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. If you're not in that promised land, it's going to happen. What can Everton do? Well, they can certainly say, all right, if you want to leave in the summer, we'll listen to bids, but only bids that are world record fee. And that's what I say, in excess of 90 million. And then maybe if they if they can concede to their bid from a Champions League club, preferably not one in the Premier League, a direct rival, yeah. PSG, Real Madrid, Bayern, then they sell him. They recoup ninety million pounds and they go and spend that and some. They go and try and bring in players of the ilk of Lacazette. Again, unlikely because you're not in the Champions League. But you invest it heavily on star players that maintain your quota of big time players. And you said Steve Steve Walsh, go and find us the next Lukaku. And or they might turn around and say, well, they might not get a bid that they're willing to accept. In which case, they say to Lukaku. They haven't made a sufficient bid. You're under contract for two years. He can't afford to sulk. He can't afford to say, well, I want to go in the summer. And if you don't let me, I'm going to down tools. Because that only hurts him. So where do you say that from? it comes from Everton in the summer? Where is that we're only going to listen to bids, say for argument's sake, 80 million? Well, wouldn't you, Plus. Well, wouldn't you think they'd just say to Lukaku then, we'll put the 80 million release clause in your contract? Well, 90 million. Well, so whatever it is, whatever the ballpark figure is, does not make sense then. Well, that was what they said. Yeah. But right well, now, only going to. 70 million. Well, but, but, the, but the point the says point is, is either way, if you sign a new contract now. I don't see the point in signing. And this is, this is the strange thing don't for forget, me. I think two, this, this, sorry, Gavin. Yeah. Between April now and yeah. the, say he were to go on the 1st of July and we pay him the extra money a week, yeah. there's 2.4 million in, in, in wages, wages yeah. and he just goes in July. What's that, the point? Yeah. We'd say, so why would you waste that money? This, this, I mean, don't want to get into the contractual bit, because you say, no, no, never privy to the nuances of it. I can't understand that stance, is that it's, it's not giving Evan any incentive at all to give Roman a new contract. Yeah. Because actually, if you buy selling for 70 million in two, two months' time, haven't paid you, you know, £300,000 a month extra, in that time when we can actually yeah. send you, sell you for 70 million yeah. under the existing contract what you both are saying is that Rom there's a possibility of Rom losing out here could do he's playing a game of brinksmanship because what he's losing money so he's many, losing 25, 40, 50 grand a week there's only so many China. clubs who, who are able to pay 90 million and don't forget as well we all know Lukaku is world class yeah. and could could be the best in the world at one stage now a lot of people might say that's hyperbole and they don't agree he's that good but generally speaking as you say he's scoring a lot of goals for a club that maybe isn't, hasn't got the players around him that the top clubs have well not, not maybe hasn't mm. full stop however right he hasn't played in the Champions League yet so in that alone he's an unknown factor can he do it in the Champions League I think he can but you don't know that internationally he's been for me He's never done it in a major tournament consistently. Mm. He's never caught one by the stroke of the neck. You think back to the Euros. He did well in the Euros. He did all right. Yeah, you that was his first proper tournament, well, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he's 22 oh, then. Yeah, you, you know, well, he's but a 22 then, you're 23. About, yeah, but you're he's not going to play in tournaments when yeah. he's 18. I, I think what Greg was probably talking about there is like, say, Griezmann took it by, I mean, he was, he was top yeah. scorer, wasn't he? Similar age. I, I think, but the, the, there's, to me, it boils down to the fee because you are right, Greg, and what you're saying now, he's a world class psychist, and Tony, what you say, mm. he scores lots of goals, but he is untested at the high le- highest level in, in club football. Well, he can't some, disagree. I'm not but saying, I'm not saying he can't. Hang on, if he's scoring against teams that are in the Champions League. Well, there's, well, it's, 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 well, it's, in the Premier League? Yeah. 
also said that so he's untested at the, 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 at the highest level I never said he couldn't do it at the highest level he's no I understand that so but he scores against Manchester City he scores against all these teams yeah, I don't, yeah but well his, his, his record against top clubs in, in England is patty as we discussed he week. scores against them so he shows you he can do it but I think no, on a second but you could say that like you could say Phil Jagielka pops up from a corner and scores every now and again Rom yeah. scores 15 to 20 goals a season I'd say quarter of them are in big games for Everton. Are they not? No, I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. But you could be argued that, you know, we talk about Aguero's records, Patsy, isn't it, against top top clubs. I mean, the only two strikers, as we said the other week in the Premier League, you could guarantee goals at any level for are Harry Kane and Diego Costa. They're the only two in the in the top where you could say guaranteed Chewing to score a goal in any Well, Ibrahimovic as well. Yeah, but he's he's because no, because his record against the top clubs in England is patty and as indeed are his performances now you can put that down to Evans' performances but in terms of stepping up to the plate he's failed to do so hasn't he in big games now I'm not saying he can't do it in the future because that's why we want a big place for him what I'm saying is is that and what I was going to talk about was, is that there could be strikers on the market next year that actually have got that proved and will be on the market we think Griezmann's probably going to be on the market isn't he think Marassa's probably going you know, where is Kareem Benzema might be on the market. Aubameyang might be on the market. I think he uh, will be on the market. market. Yeah, um, you know, and then you get other players like Lacazette who may be in a similar position to, mm. to Rom in terms of domestic goal scorer. You know, uh, top notch maybe a little bit unproven at the, yeah. at the lower level. So there's lots of strikers who could be. Sanchez was another one. He could be on the yeah. market. Yeah. There's lots of strikers who could be on the market next year. And what I said the other week is is don't take it as a given that big clubs with those players who are proven at the top level internationally and club level maybe a bit of both in some cases they're available they're going to be the ones that clubs are going to go for first rather than somebody like Rom or Lacazette who are in that sort of level below now and and, and that, so that, that causes a couple of problems A because will we get a fair price for Rom in that market if actually we need to sell more than another club needs to buy. And then the cause is a problem for Rom is actually will you actually go to a club that you want to meet your uh, I agree with your point your is there, Cap, but if you were an English club I understand your point yeah. if you're from if if you're a European club like Bayern Munich and such you'd rather buy a Bamiang. But if you're Manchester United and you're Chelsea You'd rather buy Romelu Lukaku than a Bamiyang. Let's you? face it, Chelsea are the because one. Because one yeah. is proven Chelsea, in the Premier League. I, I agree with that, and you've yeah. just raised a good point. Chelsea is the club that I would fear, have certainly got the financial wherewithal, if Costa decides that he wants out yeah. to China. make you know staggering sums of money in China, mm. then and, and Lukaku, as publicly, he's a Chelsea supporter. Yeah. He wants, he feels his like he's got to go there, unfinished business at Stamford Bridge. That would be my concern. I'd hate to see him go to another Premier League club. Manchester United, I don't know. But then again, Raiola obviously represents Pogba and Ibrahimovic. Whether Ibrahimovic will stay there, you don't know. If he doesn't, and they and by the way, they would have to finish in the top four and or win the Europa League. Because mm. otherwise, he's swapping one club but not in the Champions League for another. Yeah. But let's say they do look like they're going to get in the Champions League, don't mm. they? Because at the moment, they're ominously finishing ominously. Right, so go, go from... Lukaku's perspective once more just take away the Everton attachments to ourselves if you were playing for Everton at the moment scoring 15 to 20 goals yeah. a season would you sign a contract? 
Um, depends what the contract was. Did the 70 did million buyouts or the 90 million buyouts? Well, um, well, I think. Take away, you're not an Everton fan. You're a Chelsea supporter. You're scoring 15 to 20 goals for, say, a top six, top seven club. And this club are now asking you to sign again another contract. Would you sign another contract or would you want to say, listen, I've had enough for yet. I want to go and play for Champions League club? What would you do, Gav? What we said at the start of the podcast is he's, he's perfectly entitled to, if in his position, to say, I want to move on. I'll give you the year last year when I promised you. As you say, quite rightly, we may have like ambitions over the next couple of years, but we'll finish seventh this year, haven't finished fit in his first year, so we're yeah. no near to the Champions League. So I fully entitled, he's fully entitled to say he wants, wants to go. Um, and it's also in the club's best interest. We want a big fee for for, for him to, to go at this stage. So I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with in this whole thing is this this public like sorts of discussions about contracts, which actually build people's hopes up and just muddies end up just muddying yeah. the waters completely. Um, but having said that, going back to the is it's not maybe not a straightforward to, for Rom to move somewhere else is what he actually actually thinks. It's also not a straightforward for us to think that we're going to get the bigger fee. Is what we think. If there's a, going to be other gold losers supply and demand, there's more stakes out there that people want to buy than the, the place. Yeah. Goes Which down. makes you think possibly there may have been something going on behind the scenes regarding, to, say, as we've just spoken about Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, there's been discussed. So since February's announcement, there's been a bit of obviously oh, that's what I'm calls. thinking. Yeah, Me yeah. personally, I think. Listen, there's one or two talks maybe with Chelsea yeah. saying, "Listen, we'll, we're willing to pay this. We want you to replace Costa, etc." The worry for me, the worry for me is if Everton do say they get a seventy to eighty million for him, undervalue. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree, especially in this current market. Andy Carroll was sold for thirty-five million four or five years ago. Yeah, but ago. that was size of the Torres. So, well, what, what my, my argument, my worry is, is that we get that sum of money for him, and we don't spend it wisely, because what we do then. I remember when Tottenham sold Gareth Bale. He signed Soldado and yeah. a load of bits of other junk. Liverpool signed Suarez, bought half of Southampton. Yeah. I just think it's so crucial that we spend this money wisely because if we don't, we've gone back two or three years. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned Suarez because I've got just two points quickly. One is that people were saying Suarez, uh, in his situation in 2013, was persuaded by Steven Gerrard to stay for another season, did, had the season of his life and then moved on. And maybe it could be an option for Ron. We've already had that. This is this season. Yeah. yeah. Ron was persuaded by Kuman last summer to stay. He's having the season of his life, and will have turned round at the end of the season and say, "I've just done. I've had one more season. Mm. I've done my part of the bargain. We're not in the top four. I want to leave." But secondly, I share your concern, Tony, because the thing is, I don't think he's replaceable mm. for a club that isn't in the Champions no, League, unless Steve Walsh. Plays an absolute blinder and somehow unearths the next Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, we've just you've just spoken about Pogba there. Now Man United have paid eighty nine billion for him, and what's he done? Overpaid, yeah, exactly. So yeah. what we're trying to—it's no Everton could Everton could say for argument's sake get two hundred million for Lukaku. It doesn't matter one jot because you can't guarantee fifteen to twenty goals a season. You could buy as many players as you want. Who's guaranteeing you? Harry Kane, 
There aren't any guarantees. Exactly. There's only two or three players in this country that will guarantee your goals. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a top clubs. There's players with Maguero guarantees your goals, but his his record's patty, isn't he? Like you know, you know, guarantees. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah, and maybe not joking here, by the way. But yeah, the thing is though is uh, I think I think you're right I mean the Bale Suarez you know the, obviously in, in recent years clubs that get big income don't tend to spend it wisely yeah. but I think um, it's an interesting starter what I was looking at the other week and it's it's about uh, you know we talk about Rom dominating Evans goal scoring and we rely mm. on Rom and at this stage of his career just in league goals he scored about 30% of Evans goals in the games he's played in the Premier League mm. Which actually, when you look at all Everton previous players, that's about on par with Bob Latchford, Joe Royal, yeah. Tony Cotty. Mm. It's about par as what you would expect for an Everton mm. Everton striker. Right, yeah. You know, it's a decent goal scorer. Yeah. It's not massively, you know, a massive reliance on compared to players you've had in the past. We just got that perception of it, and that perception's come from this year, isn't it? Because we changed our style of play to shoot it, he's got forty percent of our goals in the Premier League this year. His assists as well, and there's a couple of assists. And so, Cumin's style of play has suited him, and he'd become far more aligned because of Cumin's style of play. Yeah. If you look over his Everton career, we're not really that much reliant on him. Mm. And and the thing is, then is you don't replace him like for like. It's a bit like when he sold Enneker, they got the midfield scoring again. And I think what we've got to do, we've got to like increase our goal scoring capacity by the three or four players in and around the striker. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. But it's I mean, Bar- Bar- what's Barkley for somebody who's the new Gazer and whoever? How many Premier League goals got this year? Is it four? Yeah. I mean, for somebody with ability, that's, that's not great. You know, Kevin Morales has got, you know, Seamus is, Seamus is still out there or there about our top mm. goal scorer. Is yeah. The problem is, is to get a group of players who can all chip in. Yeah, but 12, you still need fifteen. But not not like sort of crucially. You don't want to sort of do it for the sake of it. You've got to look at it from a more team perspective of adding more goals to the squad. And I think I think that's been the problem this year. With the, we played for a sense a lot more and become a lot more reliant on them, and now people think he's irreplaceable. Laxley in the year we finished fourth, they only scored a third of our goals. Got seventeen, he scored sixty odd goals. That's oh, so fifth, we fifth, fifth, fifth. Yeah, yeah. sorry, we should have got fourth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you know that shows you that we could survive without not having a major yeah. dominating goal I, scorer. I think that to be in the top four, though, Gav, to get in that top four, you've got to have a fifteen to twenty goals. Yeah, season. that's fine. That's fine. But Harry you know, Kane, Costa, Aguero, Ibrahimovic, yeah. then players who are all in the top four are guaranteeing your no, goals. Yeah, but they are. But no. But the problem is, is that to be in the top four, you've then got to have a group of players who can then chip in with ten to fifteen. Yeah, yeah goals. I totally agree. Players have got Ali Ali. Liverpool haven't got, haven't really got out now goals. This is where, well, this is where rounds about where they are. Fourth, fifth, sixth, they're hanging on to the coattails. Yeah, see what I mean? Uh, step by step, you know, you've just got to get from seventh to sixth and fifth at mm-hmm. the moment. And I, and I think the thing about that is we've got to get the players in and out of Stiger, scoring goals, and by players you can do that. I mean, there was an interesting thing, I, I think that was wrong, there's a film mentioned earlier on this week about we haven't scored a goal from outside the box this year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> is, is that a good what? thing or a bad thing? A question I'd like That's to ask here. The question. question I'd like to ask is. What will what effect will this have on the rest of a the players and b the fans? That's a good question. That yeah. is the thing that we need to be concerned about ahead of Saturday. Is putting all this theoretical talk aside, mm. and uh, there might be many more twists and turns. 
got a game in Crystal Park on Saturday and Romelu Lukaku if selected and fit has got to run out in front of probably near 40,000 Evertonians and <laughs> it's creating a difficult situation um, a lot of interesting keep your eye on the Echo website because there, you know, there may well be more on this certainly Ronald Koeman will be asked about it tomorrow afternoon Thursday we'll answer questions we'll add another complexion to it but ultimately he's put it's created pressure on Ron because if he has a stinker on Saturday <laughs> Evertonians and rightly so there's not going to be much sympathy for him but if he comes out to and scores a hat-trick then it, you know what can you say? The thing is is that if he do, say if he stinks the gaff out from now till the end of the season I don't think he'll do it deliberately because I don't think he's like that No I, I don't think won't. he's like that but say for argument's sake he does Yeah then his value goes down Exactly fair, fair point, It's yeah. not so, in his interest is yeah. it? Yeah so I just think it's I think the impo- the effect that I'll have on the players is going to interest me yeah. yeah what does it say what the message it sends out to a Ross Barkley what's the message it sends out to a Schneiderlin yeah like these players who were hang on I, I, did, I signed up for us to become a top well, yeah, 14 yeah players talk they, yeah, you're not telling me Romelu Lukaku hasn't said to Morgan Schneiderlin Yannick Balassie has made Ross Barkley all season certainly obviously not Schneiderlin but uh, you know he wants to play in the Champions League next season that's not going to be used to them I mean this, this, year, mates, this yeah. year there is just like is, is if you get, they get X amount of money for Rom whether it's reinvested or not isn't it the club are going to reinvest it well it doesn't really matter well, does it you know no, well, I mean, but no. what, what I would say though is and I think it goes back to the contact point and again it's, I don't want to sound yeah. like bring business into it but this is the thing about play. Rom is not obliged to sign a new contract He's got an existing contract. Yeah. He doesn't want to extend his contract. You know, he's perfectly entitled as an employer to, yeah. to turn out and say, "I don't want to sign a new contract." And actually, it's a bit, you know, people like us in the workplace or somewhere else who've got contracts, perhaps. Um, if we don't want to sign it, you know, that's, yeah. that's fine. It's been within our gift. You, but, but footballers are treated differently, isn't it? It's like as if, like, you know, <laughs> you should have total loyalty. To, to the, your employer well actually if you signed a four year contract or whatever it is you can just see it out if you wish it to um, if you just want to sign a new one well fine if he gets to to stick but we should always people should have, always have in the back of their minds no but after, after the back of their minds he's not obliged to he's, he's, he doesn't the have fa- to sign football fans contract. don't think like that though, yeah, but but I understand what you're saying thing. I totally that's, understand that's what you're saying thing. but I'll guarantee well I can't guarantee it but I'm yeah. more or less certain that a lot of football fans that'll be at Goodison on Saturday they won't be thinking well he's not obliged to sign the contract yeah. they'll be saying what are you doing Ron? it's the nature of football fans exactly, yeah. at the same time this is always the, 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 the opposite effect if a player reaches the final year of his contract yeah. and the football club say um, um, we're not going to renew his contract and nobody goes oh that's really unfair that is it depends on how quality like, of the player no is, it though, doesn't it? because contracts work both ways but we're, we're always we always sort of criticise the player side of it yeah. and he's not obliged to I'm not saying he's right, you know, that mm. maybe his best decision, but he's not best at this stage in his contractual lifetime, which is two yeah. years left, to, to, to turn around and say that. But he, um, he's not, this is the thing, he's not obliged to, he's an employer and an employee relationship, but football appears to have a separate, separate so is, uh, view, view of the world, that's, doesn't it? Like, that's you a know, dichotomy of, of football, isn't it? A dichotomy, don't get that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's, I mean? that's it though isn't it yeah. we, we all know on one hand there's never been more scrutiny on the business of football mm. and then on the other hand and all fans now uh, have got to have like a diploma in business studies or they feel like mm. they have because they've read that much 
and then <laughs> on the same token they're going it's a tribal thing I love my club I love our best players I want them to stay and the two don't marry up so yeah. you'll have people who sit there going I understand why he wants to go but oh it's annoying I, you know what, he, yeah, might yeah. Boo, he might get booed on yeah. Saturday you know what I John Stones got booed yeah I think what's different from John Stones and Lukaku nothing really not really no I've seen that John Stones wanted to move ASAP wasn't he uh, that's the same there's been lots of Everton players who wanted to move in the past to uh, Lord of the Club Giants Wait, so really I I personally think the, the sole option is with Everton supporters is that the timing of it. I think he understands if Rom comes out in the summer and says, by the way, I'm not renewing my contract, I think everyone goes, all right, well, fair, fair play. But I, I only think it's the timing of it that may upset Everton supporters at the time to get that top six spot. I think I only think it's the time it's mid-March. For me, I don't think it's the case. It doesn't matter to me. If a player doesn't want to be there, it doesn't want to be there. But I think for the, the large section of the Everton supporters, it's just the time and all. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, but it's it's win and lose, isn't it? Because you've got two choices there. Is is the first choice is you tell, tell them in the summer when it's actually halfway through the transfer window and some of the best players have gone already yeah, and actually yeah. then you're yeah. left like, oh, we can't get a replacement in and then yeah. you're left with an unhappy player because actually we need to keep you. Good point. Uh, so that's one option. Mm. The other side of the coin is what you've got now is you tell us early, but actually it destabilises the end of the season perhaps we're on a good run and morale goes a little bit and there's been an unhappy atmosphere around the club. But what that does, it gives us then the whole summer then to for you to sort yourself and not to get a replacement in so there's, there's yeah. two sides of that coin isn't mm. it it's, it's what you think is the most beneficial what do you the think club? the perception of Everton supporters would have been if you would have signed that contract and it would have been a 70 million get out clause in it very frustrated because they'll, they'll have felt that the club got strong armed into being in a poor position in the market when he leaves and they go hang on 70 million pounds he's worth more than that yeah. so I think it would be real frustration and like I say they would have gone oh, we've just been paying him 160 grand a week from April, say, yeah. to now, for what? Do you, do you think there's a? The, do you think what's on the table from the club at the moment is the final offer? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Someone made the point yeah. to me before. Oh, it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was you. Well, they might just come out with an even bigger offer, but they might. I don't get the feeling, Gav, that it's about money for yeah, the. Yeah, it's about the clause. It's about well. It's just, he wants he's desperate to be in the Champions League yeah. and Everton and Farmershire can offer him all the money in the world don't get me wrong they could go China mental on him and he'll go well, actually I'll stay mm. but they won't let's mm. face it it's not about I don't think it's about the money I think it's just about the release clause I think he wants to play in the Champions League next season mm. full stop unfortunately we can't buy our way into that this season it's, no, it no. is a conundrum, isn't it? It's, it I, for me, I think it's the release clause. I think that's the that's the sticking yeah, point. Yeah, and if Everton don't put that release clause in, I think that's yeah. it. But, but why wouldn't that come back to the point? The, why? Why? Because why? I, I, I totally agree. Because Everton are meant to be what's the point? Up and coming, powerful giants yeah. back again. But obviously, they won't be if they're if they're giving in to you. There's no point giving in. Exactly. You enter into a contract where there's no benefit for you when he wants to do that as, a, yeah. as, as, a, as an employer or whatever. Would he so be, a, sorry Gav, would he be an option of Rom just staying and seeing us two years old? Well, you, you mused that, didn't you, this morning in, in, in your article. Um, that's an testimony, isn't it? Because um, then pro- there's a good chance of it yeah. if he just stayed the two years, Everton could become a top four team yeah, in that then, time. And then you left with, well... Not the, the, well, the other option is we don't become a top four team, and we've lost about zero, seventy million. Like, yeah. Or even a year, isn't it? I think you've got to, even January is a, an issue, isn't it? You know, so I, I think it'd have to be the summer, wouldn't it? Really, yeah. um, that everything sorted. I just, I 
just don't know whether we've, there's a twist in the tail. I mean, there's the Machiri allegedly, or perhaps factually said, you know, is he <laughs> pretty comfortable about him? According to a statement last night, no need to worry. I like what he's he said. I didn't like what he said. So whether that means actually they've got something in their back pocket that you may find difficult to refuse, yeah. or actually that means actually, well, if we get if we get rid of him, we've got lots of cash. What, what could they have him. in the back pocket, though? Well, the what, what, can thing, he, what can Moshiri do? The interesting thing is what Moshiri might be trying to make clear, and I think it's definitely the case: is Everton don't need the money. Yeah, that's the fundamental difference. Is yeah. where in the past Everton, if you twist their arm behind the mm. back, Julian Lescott, so on and so forth, ultimately had to sell. I think what Machine is probably saying is, we don't have to sell this player. There's no mm. financial imperative. We won't be bullied into selling it. So there's every chance he might stay. Yeah, but as but realistically, yet, Stones never did he. No, uh, you don't so, build up a fourteen like he has by losing no. 30, 40 million quid because <laughs> of a, a, exactly. a, a year, you know. Exactly. Um, so. It's my money programme, this podcast. Man. <laughs> yeah, Martin Lewis, money <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yesterday morning, I just thought we were going to be talking about James McCarthy's hands things. <laughs> so, Gav, what, what do, do you think the summer he'll be gone? It's about James McCarthy's hands <laughs> things. Or, yeah. uh, they, they'll be gone well before then. Um, based on what's known at the moment, and unless Evan pull a rabbit out of the hat that Ron finds difficult to refuse, I would say yes. And it would probably be the optimum time for both parties, wouldn't it? Really? I think I think a summer yeah, would be a perfect blend for the two of them to come together and say, "Listen, you've got your wish. We can't promise you it right now. Say seventy, eighty million. I don't know what it is. That conversation already might have taken place, mate. Exactly. It? Yeah. For, for all we know, um, I I, th- I think he'll go to Chelsea in the summer. I think that'll be my guess. They are favourites yeah, to sign him. I do think. I think they are signing. Is, is that what Scotty better says? Well, is that what Scotty better sees? That, that'll be my. That'll be my tip. Yeah. I just can't see yeah. him. No one in Germany because the fours and Bayern Munich. I can't see them playing eighty million for them. I can't see him playing for Real Madrid. Obviously, why, but, I just have interest, mate. While we're on it, quickly, why can't well, you Ronaldo's? See him? The, I can't see them playing someone. Thirty odds, Ronaldo. By the way. Not saying he's getting anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just can't envisage it. Okay. Maybe yeah. Barcelona. He's not. He wouldn't suit their style of play. And also, they've got three players are playing ahead of him. So then you're looking at the other teams. PSG is a strong possibility. That is a strong possibility. Chelsea's the other one. They're the two options for me. I think Chelsea would suit him to stay in the country. I, I just think Chelsea's a bit of a no-brainer for yeah, him. I, mean, and I think that's where he'll slide to. I think Chelsea will be willing to pay whatever it takes, whatever, and ask for as well. Yeah. So, I, sad as it is, there's a possibility of playing against them yeah, I mean, next year, which it wouldn't be nice, would it? The other, the other thing is, I know a couple of the Milan, both Milan clubs are having extra money thrown at them, aren't they? Uh, yeah. That's like starting there. off with us again, isn't it? But, well, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah. It is, but it's really easy to get in the top four in Italy than... than but don't yeah, stand for Celtic, then, if you want Champions League football. Beltane Bally's another player I don't think we mentioned in that list, is yeah. before? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I just think... It would appear at this stage that it's it's a done deal, doesn't it? Really, mm. that actually Rom's going for a fee that we uh, Everton want, and uh, if the ball's in Everton's court, there I think we need to remind people that Everton yeah. feel is is best value. So should we appreciate him till the end of the season, Greg? Yeah, well, absolutely. If he if he carries on doing the business on the pitch, scoring goals, and gets Everton. Uh, 
ultimately, mate, we're not going to get the top four, are we? No. So, short of a miracle. So, if he if he makes the end of the season entertaining for the fans, they get a bit of value for money in that regard. We've paid for the season tickets, who pay to watch it you know, via Sky. If he shows complete focus, um, which there's no suggestion he wouldn't, and we can't win a trophy, unfortunately, it's too late for us to do mm-hmm. that. But we secure really uh, robustly Europa League then yeah why not get behind them enjoy it while you can I think, I, I think that's a perfect solution I think the fans will salute that the applause them on his last game of the season and then then that'll be it Saz as it is it's, it's, there's a possibility of losing one of, our, one of the best psychers we've ever had there you go yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think about that I think it'll be a bit of stick flying around do you yeah I, yeah, I just because we get back to that thing whereby it's reason. Yeah. Where yeah where you can't legislate for the the tribal nature of football, can you? You know no. what I mean. Yeah. You imagine you can imagine them getting booed on Saturday. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, and people are perfectly entitled to do that. As much as what I've said about contracts and stuff like this, about uh, um, you know that people are entitled not to sign any renewed contracts is. We've all been tribal ourselves at football grounds, haven't we? Oh, definitely. Well, that's so the beauty of football, isn't it? It's all different you? opinion. I'll interview five, six, seven Everton supporters after the whistle, and they'll all have a different opinion on Romelu Lukaku. That's just the nature of the game. One thing he can, like I say, just to conclude on, is if he keeps scoring, he's going to make things easier for himself and oh, for yeah. Everton in the meantime. Well, it's been an interesting chat, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we have, kind of uh, getting stuck into the whys and the worth. Therefore, um, as both lads have said, I do suspect there'll be more twists and turns in this one. So uh, keep with us and we'll be podding again uh, to preview the match against Hull. Thanks for listening. Bye.